Yo, it's Nick Ruiz, twice self-made real estate entrepreneur. I came up once from scratch in my late teens, built over a million-dollar net worth. The 2008 crash forced me into bankruptcy. Then I bounced back quickly, again, after bankruptcy. This is success from scratch. We talk entrepreneurship here, money, financial literacy, business building, psychological and chess player warfare, real estate entrepreneurship, economic evolution, the laws of it, survival of the fittest, sales and persuasion, anything success. This is success from scratch for you. Okay, the success from scratch show. We are back. Young Beezy's in the house. What's good, everybody? Welcome to success from scratch. Yes. You know, we talk money, entrepreneurship, business, success, etc., um, and we are about to start bringing you guys on the show. That's our next focus. Um, but for the meantime, what are we talking about today, man? A couple things are on the mind, dude. Just, uh, let's see. Tell me. Thinking about since maturity. Been, yes. Maturity. We've been talking about that conditioning, like prior conditioning. Doesn't matter if it's business related. Yeah. Whatever the case is. There's dude, there's, there's a big, I feel like this big fog of uh, money limiting beliefs sometimes with people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and we'll jump into this in a minute. Tell me. Tell where, me what's good. I remember we covered some of this in a, in a prior episode where we were talking about how growing up, some of our parents would say the cliche things, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we don't, we don't have enough money for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can't get that today. Yeah. Because they're saving money or something, right? Bingo. Yeah. And then there's the the big like money is evil type of thing. Yeah. And that happens, and and that predominantly I see that more with like religions, and I want to go that route, but I'm just it's yeah. it's like yeah, like people say the money's the root of all evil. Right. They got the phrase wrong. The love of money is the root of all evil. Mm, okay? Greed. Right. Like money is necessary for survival. I believe financial independence is a big part of the happiness pie. You've heard me say it before. It's a big slice of the pie. You can't buy away diseases, okay? There's certain things money can't solve. But when you can wake up and do what the fuck you want, when the fuck you want, how you want, with whoever you want, you're going to be a happier person, okay? We all want to be happy. Like, if you really break down why people want to make money, why they want a Lamborghini, they want a Lamborghini to be happy. Why? They, wh- how can that make them happy? Because it cr- it'll crush a lot of their insecurities, and that they have around other people. And I'm just using that as an example. But the point is, we just want to be happy. We're doing things to be happy. So being financially free and doing what you want on your timeline, that makes you pretty freaking happy. All right? Because most of you are probably doing shit you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, which makes you pissed, angry, sad, negative emotions. So that's why I'm obsessed with helping people become financially free. And when I, when I produce students... Um, into freedom. It's just, it's an exhilarating feeling. I love, I love it more than any deal I've ever done in real estate. I'd rather convert people into financial, a broke, I'd rather convert instead of, um, taking a shitty house and making it mint, which is what I do all the time. I still would rather take a person in a shitty situation and make it mint and free. I love that conversion way more. That's the before and after I'm obsessed with love houses. Not going to lie. They made me a lot of money. They still make me a lot of money. I love doing it. But, you know, it's kind of fun because I do both. 
I feel you with that. You know what I mean? I definitely feel you with that. So then if you could trace back, like, cause I don't know if you've covered it in, in one of your books, but if you could trace back to that moment when you saw it physically, it's, isn't it funny how I feel most males, most men are very visual creatures, yeah. right? I think humans think in pictures, period. I there think it's go. just a great way to think. I think that's how we natively think. I think we natively think in pictures. Like when you see something drawn, it just makes more sense. I think some people, you know, they say there's three kinds of learners. There's visual, there's audio, audio, and then there's um, hands-on kinesthetic, I think it's called. Um, Auditory. Yeah, either way, I think I think we're a little of everything. I think some people lean more towards one way or the other, but people think in pictures. And I think people, the hands-on thing's important too, though, because that's, you know, Cavemen, I could, you know, I go back to the caveman scenario. They picked up a fucking rock and saw this big thing that had a nut inside of it, a walnut or whatever. And they took the rock and they pounded on it, it opened up and they ate it. Right. And then all of a sudden they found a sharper rock next time and they pounded on it. These are rough draft moves we're talking about here. And they're like, damn, the sharper one works better. Oh, well, you know what? There's a little opening at the top of this shell. If I go with the sharper rock straight into the opening, it opens even faster and on and on we go. Right, right. Seriously, like all those little things. People can laugh, but the reality is this is how, this is human nature. I'm obsessed with human nature. Right. Nobody knows until they see. And that's why my done. book, Success from Scratch, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm so passionate about it because it aligns with, I feel like, raw human nature mm-hmm. more than like all these other success talks. It aligns with actual human nature, which we are biologically very much the same as we were thousands of years ago. The way our nervous system, body, et cetera, work is not different. We haven't evolved out of it. Right. So I'm saying let's create success in alignment with human nature. At its simplistic form, not some complex. Yeah. Success is not complex. I mean, one of my chapters I talk about is success is taught out of us. I, I've, I have kids. I've seen kids. Like they stand up and fall down and stand up and fall down and stand up and fall down. They say a word. It's wrong. They say it a little better next time. Bop, 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 bop. The word evolves because they keep doing it. You don't say, you know, when I tell my daughter, say blueberry, and she says, bop, or whatever. Seriously. Like, <laughs> right. she got the bees right. right. Rough draft move. And then it gets better and better and better over time. But a lot of people will say, bop, bop. And I'm using that analogy for an adult. An adult will say, bop, bop. When they're trying to say blueberry, quote, unquote, again, this is an analogy. And they'll get laughed at by their peers. They'll say, that's totally wrong. Dude, that's just out there. No, 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 dude, you're that, that, that's not going to work. And they hide back in their shell and they never say, try to say blueberry again. Um, Seriously. They, they stay comfortable. Correct. Okay. Kids don't have that like insecurity filter, like, a, you know, blanketed over them. Okay. Why do you think when a kid that's five years old goes to, you know, an American kid goes to Spain with their parents for, let's say, eight weeks? Mm-hmm. Why does the kid speak the language fluently, but the adult can't after eight weeks? The kid finds other kids at the playground in Spain. Guess what? In eight weeks, that kid's speaking fluent Spanish. There's actually no question. Well, scientifically, I could tell you some of what happens. His neural pathways are like wide open well, for, well, to fire off. Well, there's definitely something right? there. I'm not denying the fact that they have a more of a sponge-based brain that will suck it in faster. That I, I'm not going to negate right. that because I'm sure people are saying that. But what I will also say, it's in conjunction with the fact that they're okay saying the words wrong and having the kids continually correct them and saying, no, no, it's like this. Oh, and then they say it again. And no, no, it's like this. That is a big part of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're getting nurtured 
They're getting, yeah. To make mistakes. Yeah. They're making the mistake and saying it over and over again. If an adult says the word and someone laughs at them, they are going to, they're going to go back in their shell and they're not going to try it again. I'm just saying we are wired for success. We are hardwired for success. It's in our nature to succeed and get what we want and to be persistent and consistent until we have it, until we have it. But as we approach teenage and adult years, and especially into our adult years, the world just opposes anything we do wrong. So we start associating pain with making the wrong moves, which literally rewires our physiology and our nervous system to where we just automatically avoid it. You talk about neuropathways, a new pathway is made where it's just like, oh, if I go in that direction, I know it's painful. And the the U-turn turns into a highway. The U-turn to go away from it literally is a highway where it's like the brain tells you easiest path understand this. And this goes into my neuroscience studies and things that I'm obsessed with. The brain looks for the easiest path to where it's, you know, into safety and security, like literally of least resistance. Right? It's, it's, it's a survival mechanism built into every human. Okay. If something is painful, the brain will show you the easiest path to re- relieve yourself from it. So if you have things built in your head where, you know, if when you say that word, people laugh at you and you say that word and people laugh at you because you can't say it right in a language analogy, eventually the brain's going to just it's just going to take you on the U-turn and say, yep, we're going this way. We're going this way without you even hundred, you know, and to, to get to break that, you can break it. It's just, you have to force yourself out there to make that rough draft move and, you know, and the visual, restructure a new pathway. Right. And the visual that I want to, that I like to paint when we're talking about this stuff is think of the grooves like on a vinyl record, right? The deeper those neural pathways, it's like a deep groove where it just gets stuck in. There. Right. Where it's just easy. It just happens. But in the beginning, you got to make the groove. And guess what? Sometimes it can be painful. Sometimes it can hurt. Sometimes it can be hard work. Sometimes it's, it's, it's an uphill battle. But the uphill's worth it when you know long-term it's going to be a beautiful thing and be easy. Just put in the work. Everything I've ever done is the hardest on the front end. As big as I've scaled businesses, the hardest work is in the beginning when it's small, believe it or not. People think the bigger the business, the harder it is. And, you know, big scaling a business has its headaches. But my point is, once you get these systems down and these grooves, et cetera, things start to run on a more fluid basis with a lot of the bumps kinked out and ironed out. And there's always new challenges, you know. But remember, the world wants to dumb you down and condition you to what it wants. The world is a living organism that is looking for as many things to work on its agenda, which is worker bees and sheep. Okay. The world is its own. And I write about this in the book. There's a multiple opposing forces, but don't get it twisted. You know, the world is trying to create what it needs. You need to create the thing you need and the world needs to follow you. Right. So if we could just pause here. So what I've gathered from what we've said so far is that if we stay open-minded to finding and acquiring uh, success and gaining momentum, that's the path towards success, wealth, et cetera. But if you stay close-minded yeah. and you don't become self-aware of all of these layers, there's different layers. There's the self, the id, right? And there's the next layer of you know, your friends, family, and then there's yeah. the global. I actually like, want different people that, layers. well, as far as awareness, I'm focused on external awareness. We don't know what's happening around us, and it's happening. Shit's going down around you. You're being shaped, conditioned, and molded without your conscious knowledge. 
That's the awareness that I write about in the book that you need to understand your external summer, your external circumstances, the external people in your life and the external events that happen. They are shaping you and they are shaping you on autopilot unless you wake up. It's not, it's not genius work. It's not genius work. This isn't something you need a great education to understand, but it takes heavy lifting to do that self-awareness. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got a heavy lift. If you can't have, if you want, you want muscles, lift heavy shit. It's not genius work. <laughs> it's just most people won't do it. Right, right. Most yeah. people won't lift. I mean, come. I mean, seriously, it's really not genius work. People complicate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many directions we can go. What I want to start doing on future episodes too, and we'll get some feedback from you guys, is um, start breaking down numbers on perception of money. Like, hey, you have a hundred grand in the bank. What do you do with it? Where you can make a lot more? Like. I just examples of people I've helped where it's like, I take that same hundred and you put it maybe in a, uh, a rental property and you get X return or whatever. Something to think about too. We got a lot of topics we really want to explore, man. This, this show can go in so many directions and we just want to serve you guys, you know, but we need feedback. Absolutely. Email John. me, Nick at alpha I'm going to have a new email address assigned soon for this website here for this show. But for now, email me there and we're going to really evolve this show and really get people on and, um, so what else is coming along too? Like uh, websites coming, et cetera. We're working on a new site. The success from scratch.net will have a really killer site. That'll be up soon with the podcast hosted on it and the book. We got a lot of new stuff in the works. I mean, it's just nonstop. I'm looking at um, the whiteboard here. We have the rehabbing course. We're going to be wrapping up hopefully in the next few weeks. Um, we're going to be bringing you guys on the show. And I know I've been telling you this guys for a while. It's just, we, we do have a lot, 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 a lot of rehab projects going on right now. I'm working on five or six rehabs at the moment, which I hope you're watching in the life. Um, I have a negotiation course coming out to help you guys with wholesaling in specific. Um, so yeah, conditioning, you're all being shaped right now. When you wake up and go out in the world, it's shaping you. But when you have conscious control over it, you can really master your inner world. You know what's funny, Nick, hmm. is that I didn't know this for a long time, is the fact that not making a choice is making a choice. Right. Right. That Dude, 100%. that is scary to think. That, right? that aligns exactly with what we're talking about. To a T. To a T. Not making a choice is you're making the choice to let the world and external people shape you every single day. It is a choice. You think, oh, well, you know, I haven't really thought about it, so I don't, you know, I'm ignorant to it, so I'm going to plead ignorance. No, no, no. You made the choice. Listening to shows like this will now give you less of an excuse to not make that choice because you're aware, okay? Right. You guys are aware now. It's, once, you arm, once you're armed with this information, it's a lot more your fault than it was before you knew about it because a lot of people wake up and they've never exposed themselves to success conversations and success talk and podcasts like this or books. Um, now you know. It's your fault if you're in the spot you're at right now, plain and simple. You are where you are right now because of what you did yesterday. It is that simple. Every human is where they are exactly because of what you did yesterday. So if you don't want tomorrow to look like shit, what are you doing today to change it? Yeah, perspective is everything. I mean, we could boil this down to, geez, you could be like something else in this world. Like think about your opportunity as having free will. Yeah. Like that is a gift. Yeah. Nothing else on this planet right. has that free will, conscious, like able to make choices. Yeah. And success has nothing to do with where you come from. 
Get those bullets from that thing earlier, too. From that. Um, right, I mean, look at all the immigrants, people who never spoke English and no money in their pocket. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, it just opportunity has nothing. Can you, you want to, is there anything we could pull out of here that we can grab before we go? Uh, I think we're good. You've been doing a lot of, a lot of interviews too, right, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything in there we could talk about? I talked about a few topics on the interview. Anything we could grab out of there now? I mean, how much is your freedom worth, dude? Like seriously, put yeah. a price tag on that. Yeah. That's what that, I hit that home today. Yeah. On the podcast, like you hate your job. You want to be an entrepreneur. But then you run into a few challenges. and So, okay, so you break out. You start making a couple moves on the side, building a business, real estate or otherwise. Um, and you run into a couple challenges. And you're like, fuck this. Make a U-turn. This is too hard. So what you're telling me is your freedom is not worth much. You having freedom for you and your family, not worth that much. Seriously? Like, really? Like, if you, like, put that on paper in, like, a picture form... You'd be like, damn, I'm a fucking idiot. What am I doing? I really let these challenges stop me from like gaining my time back, which is such a finite resource. You want to talk about finite resources? Time is one of them. There's no more of it. And for you to like turn around from just bumps in the road. Really? Your freedom's worth that little? You, you and your family's freedom is that little? Especially if you're raising a family. I feel like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, your family doesn't deserve freedom? This is bigger than you. That's why I like running the, you know, having a family that I have to take care of because it puts that extra pressure, which I enjoy. Like, I love producing for my family. That's what you're supposed to fucking do. But not, not sacrificing quality time for it. Cause that's, oh no, no, no. That's a whole different conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's, that's, that's not even what we're talking about here. Right. Right. No, no, there's no sack. There's no, there's no, it's been proven too many times to where you can have a great family life and create a beautiful business that supports yes. your family in a very financially independent Choose way. Both. So the point is, yeah, there's no excuse anymore. Oh, well, I want time with my family. So I don't want to start a business. First of all, fuck, even if you vanish for a year from your family to really build something, we talked about the heavy lift in the beginning, yes. it's going to pay you and your family forever. Is that not worth it? And I'm not saying you have to vanish. Fortunately, with the mental strategies I teach, you don't need to work 80 hours a week to create success. Like a lot of you think you have to wake up at five and go to bed at midnight every night to create success. You don't fucking have to. I've never done it in my life. You know, I don't wake up at five. I don't do all the like cliche things that successful people do. And that's why I kind of like to throw my words in this mix here because you don't have to do all that cliche stuff. Wake up at five, work out for an hour, and then, you know, fucking call clients for three hours and start your day that way. You can. I'm just saying you don't have to. I know how to strategize time and play chess with minutes. Right. Depending on your plan. Yeah. But if you play, if you learn the game of chess from what I talk about here, what I write about my book and what I talk about on videos and stuff, you just, you know, you can make strategic moves that cut out a lot of wasted time and a lot of nonsense that you don't even have to get into. Make it happen. Make it happen, Captain. All right. Hoping you guys are getting some value. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick is, uh, he's flowing. And again, we're going get, to get into more, some specific money stuff. I know there's been some talk about money, this, what do I do with money? Nick, I have 50 K. What do I do? Bop, bop, bop. We're going to start role, role playing. Um, and again, I really think this is going to get a lot more interesting and fun once we get the call in scenario worked out, which 
we're going to do soon. So um, with that being said, guys, I'll catch you on the flip. Rate and review the show if you like it. Rate and review this show if you like it. I appreciate every single one of you listening. I really, really do. Um, we're just trying to serve you guys and give value the best way we can and, uh, you know, spew the years of wisdom that I've gained. I've, I've, I have years of business experience, you know. Um, I've been through major trials and errors in my life along with major successes. So if I can shortcut you any way I can, that's the point of me talking right now is to shortcut the shit. You know, time is finite. I'm telling you, you got, I mean, and the older I get, I'm 36, you know, um, I realize that time is a very, very finite thing. You know, you don't realize it when you're 21. Fuck, there's infinite time when you're 21. But it's just like you got, and you know, as my kids get older, it's a serious conversation that I think a lot, I wish I could had, I could have had with myself when I was younger. And if you're young right now, late teens, early 20s, mid 20s, even, even late 20s, like it's real. So why would you not start now and make moves? Because you're going to be, a year older next year and five years older, five years from now, like, and you want your life to be different. You want to be, you know, living a beautiful life an extraordinary life, but you're not doing extraordinary things today. If you want a beautiful life in a year or five years, you got to do different shit. If your life isn't beautiful now, much different shit. Time is undefeated. That's the enemy. That's the enemy family. It's, it's the one thing no one's going to beat. No one's going to beat it. I don't care how genius you are, how much money you have. <laughs> nobody can beat it. But you can purchase your future time. Can't buy the past, but I'm, I, you know, you guys know I harp on this. You can buy your future time with actual cash money if you make the right moves. You can purchase your time back. So, you know, so tomorrow at 11.30 a.m., you can go to lunch with your dad. You, in order for you to have lunch with your dad tomorrow at 11.30 a.m., you need cash. Not cash to pay the bill. Cash to be there, to be free from a job that's making you be there. That's what you need cash for. We know you need to swipe your credit card when you pay the bill for the two lobster rolls or whatever the hell you're eating, okay? <laughs> I'm just thinking these lobster rolls that I love. That's yeah. my go-to lunch joint. When yeah. I do business lunches or whatever, I go to this special place and I have these beautiful lobster rolls. I love them. we got to hit that joint soon, by the way. We will. Um, but, again, you have to have cash to be free to go there. And that matters. Doing those things matter, and doing those things makes you happy. All right? Great review. Catch you on the next one, guys. Peace. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Success from Scratch show. Um, I need you to do something very important. Rate, review, and subscribe. You have to actually hit the subscribe button. So you'll automatically get these episodes fed to you wherever you're listening it to. Very, very important to me. It is the literal fuel that keeps this show going and improving, etc. And I thank every one of you for doing that. I really do. It takes 30 seconds of your life. means the world to me. And on top of that, uh, make sure you follow me on my social channels, okay? Because I really engage and respond to almost everyone. I'm like known for it, okay? Uh, Snapchat, at Real Nick Ruiz. YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Nick Ruiz Entrepreneur, Facebook.com forward slash Alpha Home Flipping, and Instagram at Alpha Home Flipping. Those are my hubs where I talk business, entrepreneurship, real estate, etc. all the time. And also head over to successfromscratch.net. You can download some free goodies there. And I will see you on the next episode.